Recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge, high atop the Sandra Chase building in beautiful Midtown Chesapeake, Virginia. It's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, shivers and rabid. They possess men, women, and children, and drive them to acts of unbelievable horror. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the old podcast. Hey there, Phyllis. Hey, Rob. Today we're doing a David Cronenberg double feature, Shivers, and pretty much its remake, Rabid, a few years <laughs> later. True. And we will discuss the differences and the similarities, and as long as we don't get sidetracked. And the similarities. And the similarities. <laughs> similarities. Let me try English. Similarities, if we don't get sidetracked too much. Good luck, us. All right. So, yeah, you know, I'm not a big David Cronenberg guy, I, I guess. You know, he's... A lot of his stuff they call body horror, which deals with the, the human body and science and, you know, disease and stuff. 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 I'm yeah. just not, I'm not a big Cronenberg fan, you know. Uh, a lot of suspense, I think, which is cool. But these two movies, though, a couple of his first, are, you know, pretty cool. I enjoyed them. Yeah, I did too. A rabbit I've been wanting to see for years and years and years because Marilyn Chambers. Right. Who is my favorite, you know, late 70s, early 80s porn star. Right. Rest in peace. So finally we got to see this. Indeed. Now we watched these out of order. Uh, Shivers came up first in 75. I mean, not that, you just mean out of chronological order. Yeah, out of chronological order. <laughs> They're not connected in any way. No. Rabbit came out in 77 and Shivers came out in 75. And they're remarkably similar in plot. They both deal with a type of internal body parasite disease that needs to feed on others blood or what have you right and spreads through contact yes and patient zero uh is the focus mostly right especially in the second movie a couple of interesting things about these though david cronenberg is the director writer producer pretty much the executive producer and also music supervisor on both was ivan reitman and who was that? Ivan Reitman, who directed Ghostbusters. Aha. Uh -huh. And many other things over the years. Earlier in his career here. Now, the cast, uh, we'll jump right in. Well, why don't we just start? We're just starting with Shivers? Yeah, starting with Shivers. Okay. Since that came out first, we'll talk about that one first. All right. The cast, eh, not, not many people in it that you'd recognize. Um, right. Barbara Steele, of course. Mm -hmm. Everybody's Barbara Steele. Yes. Lynn Low Lowry. Who's in the crazies and cat people mm -hmm. and you know, a few other things over the years. But those are the two, the two big names in this one. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, Joe, Joe Silver is one of those faces, one of those older guys you recognize, been in lots of stuff. Yeah. He's also in Rabbit, incidentally. Yeah. Um, That's the guy with the, the rather large nose, right? Yes, the prodigious proboscis. <laughs> and both these stories take place, and I guess they were both filmed in Canada. In Canada, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, Lynn Lowry was also in I Drink Your Blood. Oh, okay. Which, for our purposes, which, you know, we should probably do that one at some point, too. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, she was hired. Cronenberg hired her because of her haunting eyes and her strange screen presence. That was a quote, which I get that because she kind of looks like a cat. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, a little bit. And, God bless her, she gets topless in this. Oh, well, yeah. There's that. And other than the crew at the end all jumping into the pool, spoilers, She's the only one that does get top. Well, I'm I'm sorry. There is a quick flash of one of the characters' wives when they're they're in bed and getting ready to have sex and it doesn't really work out. Uh, and Barbara Steele is in a see-through top in the pool at the end, which is the closest you're ever going to see her to being nude in a right. film. And you know, hey, cheers to her. 
before we get into the plot, just some other interesting little facts I picked up on this. Cronenberg has always said that aliens ripped this off. Huh. With the gestating thing inside oh, the body yeah. and then, you know, the suspense, the going through the building and this yeah, going through the yeah. ship and well, all that. Well, I mean, that, and he does know. have that that part where he's talking to the, the mm-hmm. thing in his stomach and it, like, has this huge protrusion yeah. and it's going to bust out of his stomach. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I mean, you don't actually see it bust out. You see no, the comes you out, see the after effects yeah. of it. It comes out of his mouth. Well, no, the, his stomach was actually busted open. Oh, that's right, it does. But yeah. it but it does come out of his mouth though. There is one that comes out of his mouth yeah, too. So yeah, maybe he had right. more. Now that's another thing about it. Well, let's go, let's do it through the plot before we get into the specifics of stuff like that. Okay. It starts off. I think the first thing you see is this. Is that the the, it's like the girl a, in the schoolgirl outfit? I can't remember. Well, yes. One of the first it, things you talking, see. Well, it's talking oh, over right. you an, get that, an ad for the place. Yeah, you it's get an the over, ad for the living area. It's called whatever. the building is called the Starliner. Right, right. And it's on an island, and it's supposed to be a high end luxury apartments that they're not really luxury because they're like studio and one and two bedrooms. Yeah, well, but maybe it was luxury to them. Yeah, I don't. It's know. supposed to be a place you want to be. Yeah. Like so, live, work, and shop all in the same building, kind yeah. of, or same complex, I guess. Yeah. So, and they have their own on-site dentist and doctor yeah. uh, offices in the building. And then the first thing we see character-wise, I think, is the schoolgirl, Annabelle, mm-hmm. who's, well, she's like 19, they say, but she's wearing like a schoolgirl outfit, and she's yeah. trying to keep this door closed, this guy trying to break in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't know what the hell's going on. This older guy breaks in, and, you know, they struggle, and... He ends up choking her out and killing her. Yeah. And then he puts a piece of tape over her mouth and we're like, well, she's, you killed her. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Well, then I was like, well, did he kill her or did he just like choke her out until she passed yeah. out and then let her go? I, it, so it he gets, weird. then he puts her up on a table and strips her shirt off and her jacket. Yeah. And starts, uh, and then slices the next, her open. Yeah. We see a couple other scenes of other people and it comes back to that. And then it shows him. He's got a, a mask on. I guess someone got blood splatter in his mouth. And yeah. he has his shirt off for some reason. And he's cutting it, like dissecting her open. Yeah. And you don't really see much there. The angle is you see a little blood trickle out, but you don't yeah, see the wound. So, yeah, that was pretty good. And then he, he pours acid into the open wound. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And then he gets a scalpel and slits his own throat Cuts right there in front of everybody. Cuts out, right. Yeah. So then we see, or interspread, we see this other guy, Tudor, Mr. Tudor. Oh, right. And he's having some issues, and he's, like, using a water pick, and his wife comes in, and he, like, changes his, the way he's acting for a second. Well, he, he he's like in the starts bathroom. Having, he starts having pain or cramps or something. And pressing and on his stomach. Yeah, but then as soon as she comes in or starts to come in or knocks on the door or something, he, he acts like there's nothing wrong, you know? And yeah. I was like, why would you not want to... Let someone you care about know that you're in pain. Yeah, she anyway. goes out of the bathroom, and then he goes back to doing what he's doing and pressing his stomach. And yeah. So he gets ready to go to work, and they're at the breakfast table, and he's just acting real weird, like he doesn't even want to be around her. He's a total ass. Yeah. And he leaves and goes to work, and but he doesn't go to work. He goes upstairs to Annabelle's apartment. Yeah. And he even, he has a key, and we're at this point we're like, what in the hell? Yeah. I guess he was having an affair with her. Or I guess we don't know. Yeah, and he walks in and catches what's going on, sees the aftermath of what happened, rather. Yeah, and almost throws up, and he just leaves. Right. He ends up going to work, and he's like, looks like he's sick, and not responding to anybody hardly, and walks in his office, ignores the secretary. Then we meet the building doctor. Yeah. Who's pretty likable guy yeah yeah as a as an actor and charisma wise and Mm -hmm. as a character he's 
seems to be a pretty just down-to-earth level guy. Yeah, one of the only, I think, in yeah, the building. Yeah, always smiling at everybody and like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll take care of you kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. And we meet his nurse, Forsyth, with Lynn Larrowery. Right. And uh, he's up in the, the room, Annabelle's room, with the police and everything there. And apparently he's the one that reported it. He's the official finder of the scene. Okay. And you find out why he was there as well, that Hobbs, that's the old guy's name, mm-hmm. who killed her and then killed himself. He'd was been conducting some experiments. Yeah, that we don't know about that yet. Though. Yeah. Well, but yeah. But he was Dr. St. Luke. That was his name. Oh, uh, yeah. He was his professor in college and hadn't seen him in a long time and called him out of the blue, like, let's have lunch, meet me in an apartment such and such in your building, and mm-hmm. we'll go out to lunch. Right. So that's why he went up there. Yeah. Anyway, things things progress, and you start to learn a little bit more here and there, and at one point you see... Yeah, well, the doctor, St. Luke, meets with his other friend that was supposed to have lunch. The three of them were supposed to have lunch, apparently. And that guy, Raleigh, Rollo, that's the Joe Silver actor guy, he tells him that they were working on an experiment to create a parasite mm-hmm. that would... I can't remember what it was supposed to do. Kill... Like disease and stuff. It's like if you're having if you're having kidney issues and your kidney was failing, it would go. You would inject it in there and it would grow and eat eat away at the kidney. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it was programmed the bad to do part this. Or something. The bad part you would have you would lose the bad kidney that you instead of getting it cut out and you'd have this parasite that would take its place mm-hmm. and it would just survive on you, right? Like a little blood, you know. That's um, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's other stuff was to a it. Good idea. You find out later after Rollo gets the notes from Hobbs because mm-hmm. he was his partner, so they sent all this stuff to him. That Hobbs was actually experimenting more with his parasite, and that it was uh, I don't what his reasoning was in the notes. I can't remember, but it would actually increase sexual energy and appetite and all this other stuff, and it really did. I don't know if it needed to live on more blood. Anyway, it was going to do a lot more than just help out. Yeah. And he was just psycho about it, apparently. Hence the name Parasite. And you see as it goes on, the Parasite actually attacks different ways. Gets different people. Yeah, because it didn't always happen the same way. I mean, sometimes it comes out of their mouth and like just goes right down somebody's throat if you're kissing them. And Tudor apparently had more growing in. And you come to find out that Annabelle was patient zero. Mm Mm-hmm. And it got out of hand, and that's why Hobbes killed her, because he was trying to kill the parasite before right. it got out. Before because it got out. It was going to do way more than he wanted it yeah. to do. He found out it was growing in different... So he killed her, but he didn't know that she was having an affair with two or three other people in the building. Yeah, and so it got spread. Yeah. But so why he killed himself, I guess he just felt guilty. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But Tudor, at one point, he coughs one up over the balcony. Oh, yeah. So, and then he has a, more growing in him. Yeah. So... And when he's in bed with his wife, another one comes slithering out of his mouth, and she's just like, oh, well. But she's crying because she wanted to, I think, have sex with him earlier. Yeah. And he didn't have anything to do with her. Now the parasite has taken over his brain. Yeah. And is hungry, and he was almost about ready to rape her. Yeah. But now this thing's slithering out of the mouth, and she just starts crying and goes down the hall to Barbara yeah, Steele. Yeah, she doesn't even really act like there's any big deal about this thing crawling out of her husband's mouth. Yeah, that was just no big deal. That was, was weird. really strange. Yeah. Well, and the thing that confused me about it is, you know, you already mentioned that they learned that it increases sexual appetite and, uh-huh. you know, it. They, I think they even issue like a statement to the building if you notice anyone, you know, acting out of out of character or more sexually 
yeah. uh, active or whatever that, you know, this you should report it. He, Tudor, didn't have any of that. He wasn't interested in sex at all for most of the time we saw him. It was only that one point close to the end. Yeah, when the parasite had... Because there's one point where he, he's... When he's really sick and he goes home after work, he goes in the bathroom, he's by himself, and he coughs up and he's like on throw up, but he leans over the tub instead of in the toilet. Yeah. But I think we determined that's so we could see the blood in yeah. the white It was so you tub. could get this great stark image, yeah. I think, just the um, visual. And another one comes out of his, yeah, it comes out of his stomach. So it's, it's weird. It's never consistent at how they the parasites attack. There's one woman, after the one gets away from him that he coughs up mm-hmm. it gets into the building and comes in the laundry room and jumps on this woman the side of her, her face, face yeah. and just burns it's like it burns when yeah. it's on her face because i guess there's some kind of of acidy something yeah. in but them some people too. it goes down their throat and right. it doesn't burn right yeah it's it's very inconsistent i'm not sure and barbara Steele is taking a bath oh right she's in the tub and you see <laughs> it come up weird yeah, it scene. comes up the drain and you they show it going up between her legs yeah and then you see a lot of blood coming out between her legs and she's writhing around and in pain so it goes up her business yeah you know you know so do you remember the scene what's the nathan billion movie oh oh um slither slither yes so remember the scene in slither where there, the thing doesn't actually get her, but it's it's pretty similar uh-huh. to that same exact oh, yeah, scene. It's yeah. slithering up between oh, her legs. Oh yeah, it's like almost the exact same scene. Yeah, and, but then of course she gets out before mm-hmm. that happens. I wonder if that was. I forgot influenced. about that. Oh, I'm sure. And another guy, Rollo, Rollo, he comes in, and the thing is burst the guy's stomach open. Yeah, Tudor, and he's leaning over, looking at all that, and the thing jumps on his face. Yeah, and does the same thing. But there's other when Tudor's wife goes to. Barbara Steele, and she's comforting her. And you could tell earlier, you can tell she's trying to, Barbara Steele's trying to get with this yeah, woman. Yeah, she's, she's macking on the lady. Yeah. Uh, they end up kissing and making out, and you can see the, her, like like the thing goes in her yeah, mouth. You she see her throat. It. Yeah. 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 But she doesn't have any pain or look like it's, yeah, it's like she causing her problems. Yeah. So it's really, there's inconsistencies in that. But, you know, uh, and I was reading something where Cronenberg says something about that, the inconsistencies in how, I don't know if he was talking about, Shivers are rabid. I can't remember now, but well, rabid's if the there's same, the whole any inconsistencies, it's either me, either I meant it that way, or I just you know forgot when I was writing or something <laughs> like that. In other words, just yeah, you know, deal with it. It basically is what he says. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any problem yeah. with it. I just I thought it was odd that they. Yeah. I mean, I guess it maybe if you want to look at it this way, you could say they were uh, evolving so much that they realized there were multiple ways for them to do this. Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, yeah, never. Mind. <laughs> Now, overall, the film was enjoyable. It was shot well, and it was sh- it was in this enclosed building, so you did get a feel of a claustrophobic feel the whole time, kind of, you know, and that you you're trapped there with it. Mm-hmm. The charisma of the the actors and all was was decent. They were all likable people, you know, as yeah. far as the actors playing the parts. Uh, the guy playing the doctor was just so natural. I thought, yeah, I liked just him matter a lot. of fact about a lot of stuff, yeah. and he was he just, was he was really the only one that. You know, I would have any sympathy for the rest yeah. of them. I mean, it's not like they were unsympathetic people. It's just he was very charismatic. Yeah. And I really liked him. I was cheering him on, even yeah. if the rest of them, you know, they and, got killed. Or and taken. spoilers, he makes it to the end. <sighs> to but the then end. it's one of those 70s sad endings, downer endings where nobody makes it nobody out. Nobody really. makes it out. 
Well, and, but everybody makes it out. Oh, yeah. So nobody well, makes it out because nobody gets out without a parasite. Yeah. The but last then, scene, yeah. he's in the pool area and Barbara Steele and uh, Tudor's wife are in the pool. And so is Lynn Lowry. Right. And then he tries to get outside and coming up over the hill from outside is everybody else we've seen in the movie so yeah, far. Yeah, they're all coming over this little rise. So he shuts the doors, but he gets pulled into the pool and they all start jumping in. And some people are stripping off their clothes and jumping in yeah. and some people aren't. And turns out all those people that weren't actors we've seen so far yeah. were the crew. Oh. <laughs> and some of them are like, you know, screw it. Yeah, we'll go in naked. That's hilarious. You know? So yeah, the but... last scene before the last scene <laughs> is them pulling him in the water and him trying to get away and then Lynn Lowry kisses him and that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's the end. The but very... then the very last scene yeah. is you see... Um, the car is pulling away from the building. Yeah, and, and Barbara Steele and... Uh, Tudor's wife. Yeah, and, and they're sitting in the car. Yeah, and Lynn Lowry and the leaving. doctor and a couple other people. Yeah, and they start pulling out like, okay, we're going to spread the, yeah. the virus. It's like two by two. It's almost yeah. like Noah's Ark, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Two by two, we shall go yeah. spread the virus. But like I said, it was fight. shot well. It had it had a good bit of suspense in it, I thought. Yeah. It was intriguing enough that I wanted to know what the hell was happening. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't keep you guessing so long that I was annoyed. No. Oh, a couple of neat things. Barbara Steele in the tub, when you mm-hmm. see her legs there, yeah. that was the legs were double, a double. <laughs> I don't know why, because you, you didn't see from like mid-thigh down. All you saw was legs, you know. Yeah. Unless she just didn't like her, her legs. Oh, when Lynn Lowry... Nurse Forsyth stabs that guy who tries to attack her with that yeah, yeah. big that fork. fork. Mm-hmm. When that stab actually goes into the shoulder, mm-hmm. that was Cronenberg's shoulder. Oh, weird. Yeah, and I don't know if she missed or slipped or whatever, but it took a couple takes because one of them she slipped. I think, I don't know if she caught his ear or scraped oh, down his shit. arm or something, and he got cut. Oh, man. Yeah. That's not good. And in another scene, oh, where I think it's where Tudor's wife has to cry. Mm-hmm. She was having a hard time actually crying, making uh-huh. it work. Uh-huh. So they used onions oh, yeah. well, to make her cry. Typical. But then after a while, that wasn't working well. Oh, so she told Cronenberg to slap her. Really? So yeah, just yeah, just do it. It's cool. Just do it. So he had to slap her a, a, quite a few times. Well, Barbara Steele didn't hear that conversation. Oh. And professional, she went through the scene. But when the scene was over, she grabbed Cronenberg by the shirt collar and lifted him up. And was telling him she was going to kick his ass for hitting that woman. And, and Holy crap. Until the woman said, whoa, whoa, I told him to. It was for the scene. And then she apologized. Said, oh, sorry. You know. And, wow. Yeah. Good on her. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I wouldn't mess with Barbara Steele. Well, right? I'd like to mess with Barbara Steele. <laughs> um, oh, it had a couple other ty- working titles, too, which were interesting before it got, actually got shot. Yeah. One was Orgy of the Blood Parasites, which... <laughs> That would have played I mean, great on the drive-in circuit. Yeah, it would have. And it's exactly appropriate. Yeah. Paras- the Parasite Murders. Yeah. Eh. They Came From Within. They Came From Within. Not bad, I guess. That's not bad. Although it sounds very similar to some other titles. Yeah. And then Shivers is what they settled on. And Cronenberg didn't really like that title either. But it was like, eh, whatever. You know, we got to get, it's got to go out now. You know, yeah. kind of thing. You know, I'm I'm really curious now about Slither because Shiver Slither sounds yeah. very similar. Yeah, I'm really curious now. I want to go. Yeah, I go oh, and the same type of thing. The parasite well, spreading. And, yeah. yeah, so it, it must have been where all that came from. That is fascinating. Yeah. I've never put that together until like just now. Now, none <laughs> I'm they, slow apparently. And hey, you see the little parasites moving a couple times. Yeah, but not often. Stuff. And of course, this was what I say, seventy-five. Yeah. So there was no CGI whatsoever. Right. Okay. And a couple of times you can see the string. Mm. You know, the wire. Mm-hmm. And Cronenberg, you know, I guess was asked at one point about, you know, remastering. He said, nah, he doesn't want to remaster to clean up the effects. 
He said his quote was, let it live in the time it existed with all its flaws. I appreciate that. And I, I got to give him that. You know? Yeah, I appreciate that. You don't want to Lucas it, you know. Yeah, no shit. Oh, another thing before we move on from this one. Apparently, and see, I, I went back and I tried to watch it again. I did watch it again today, but I was doing other stuff while I was doing it. So I mm-hmm. forgot to pay attention to this little see, bit I read. Mm-hmm. Supposedly in every scene, there is yellow or gold in every scene somewhere. Really? I don't know why. They don't say why? I couldn't find it. I just read that that fact well, somewhere. I want to know why. Somebody needs to ask him. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe somebody out there could research it and let us know. Well, that would be awesome. You know, one of the things that stuck with me, and I guess probably because it's so taboo, mm-hmm. to kind of prove how much the parasite has taken over and, and increases libido and all that, yeah. was that one scene with the, the dude and his daughter. Oh, yeah, that was creepy. That was creepy as hell. Well, there's two scenes that were a little probably creepy, especially for people today with their delicate sensibilities. <laughs> but it was still creepy anyway. Yeah. It was a scene with the old guy... With the long beard and uh-huh. his, like a teenage daughter, probably yeah. in her 20s. Yeah, well, so he, the doctor's running from some people and he ducks into this apartment and that's where they are. And he and shuts he, the door behind him and then he turns around. And he says, hi, doctor. You know, Have you met my have daughter? Have you met my daughter? I think you'd really, you'd yeah. really be interested in her. She's gorgeous and he starts kissing her. And he starts kissing her, yeah. It's like, Ew. Yeah, it was it was. And there's creepy. a scene where the guy's eating, you don't know what it is, if it's yeah. like a handful of meatloaf or rice or if it's flesh. No idea, yeah. But he, and he walks in the elevator with this mom and the daughter who's no more than 12. Oh, I forgot about Remember that. Remember that? Yes. And she's like getting over the corner and he looks at him and he starts attacking her, the yeah, woman. Yeah. And then the next thing we see is the elevator doors open. The woman's on the ground. Her skirt is torn off. She has her slip on her dress. Her top is ripped and there's some blood on her somewhere. And the little girl is leaning against the guy. They're standing up. She's eating whatever he was eating. Yeah, this handful yeah. of some blood all around her mouth. Right. And security guys at the door and they jump out. The woman gets up and the guy and the woman attack the security guy. And they're yeah. trying to get him. And then the little girl walks over there, yep. drops the food. And she leans down with her bloody mouth, leans down and kisses the kisses security guard. Kisses the security guard. And she's, yeah, she's young. Yeah, which I looked at it again today when I was watching. And it's, it's one of the... Those closed yeah, mouth yeah. kisses. It's, it's, it's not, not an o- open no. wide mouth, but still, it's it's like Ew. yeah. But it, it wasn't just to kiss her, kiss him. Obviously, that was to pass was on, to the pass on the parasite. Yeah. But yeah, that's well, just, it could have been just to kiss him though, because the whole thing is this the it, sexual it, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Now another thing too about this is it completely changes people's personalities, but it doesn't make them mindless zombies. Yeah, you know, right? Some of them have still have their cunning. And intelligence yeah. and can play it off a little bit like yeah. the build the building superintendent. Right, right. When he gets those other people looking for an apartment, gets them into this office room and there's five other people in there yeah. you know, going at each other. And you would didn't know at first that he was yeah, already he turned. Pretty much normal. Yeah. But then there's some that, that start running around like maniacs, like horny college, you know, freshmen <laughs> or frat yeah. boys, you know. That's true. It's it's I guess it's just one of those things where they're inconsistent, inconsistent about how they transfer yeah. and, and, and like when how the, it affects people. When too. the people came off the elevator, they just jumped on the guy and went yeah. after him. Yeah, uh, they seem kind of like mindless zombies, but yeah. some other people didn't. So. Well, and you know, maybe maybe the longer the parasite is in you, the more you can adjust to each other. Maybe I mean the parasites mostly take. I can't say it's taken over your mind, yeah. but it increases different things in you yeah. that would make you do things you wouldn't normally do. So maybe it just starts to adjust your body chemistry. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Yeah. So that's that's basically shivers in a nutshell. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it was it was an interesting watch. 
not really what I was expecting when we decided to watch it. Not, I just didn't know a lot about it, I guess. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. Yeah. And mm. I'm not real big on these. Tragic endings? Well, no, tragic endings, I, I don't mind. It's because it's a 70s trope or tradition or whatever yeah, yeah. for a lot of those movies. And I, I come to expect it in, in that era of film. Yeah. You know? I do too, but, but I don't necessarily like it. I'm not big on disease movies oh you yeah. know yeah it's just kind of it's not so much that it's boring I'm, i like creature movies you know yeah i know but i just i don't know i think because people make well they make them all horror movies i was gonna say poor decisions but anyway yeah because they always make more decisions it's just it's just not a, a subgenre that i'm interested in i'd rather watch non-exploitation right you know yeah I getcha. <laughs> now rabid one minute they're perfectly normal the next rabid Mm-hmm. which was 77, a few years later, is right. almost a remake in a way. It really is. Um, I mean, yeah, it's different characters. It's a different yeah. you know, place, but it's still... It still takes place in Canada. Yeah. yeah. This starts off with Marilyn Chambers. Rose is her name. Mm-hmm. Hopping on a motorcycle with her boyfriend. Hart is his Hart, name. yeah. And they're riding through the Canadian countryside, and they yeah. end up getting in a wreck and flipping off the bike, and the bike lands on Marilyn, and the boyfriend gets a, what, a fractured... Shoulder, kind of dislocated things, shoulder and yeah. fractured. Not much. It's something on his hand. Yeah, but she gets really messed up with burns and yeah. Yeah, the internal damage. The motorcycle explodes on top of her. Yeah, and the guy in the car that they wreck into gets out with a blanket and puts most of it out. Luckily for her, just over the hill, down mm-hmm. the lane, is a plastic surgery center. And somebody who's outside sees, is on the balcony, sees the crash or sees the explosion yeah. or whatever. And this is a weird plastic surgery place because well, it's, it's, like, it's a, like you go live there for a while yeah. while you're recovering but yeah it's like a, a high-end yeah place where they just take care of everything yeah it's like there. a like a resort you go to have some surgery and then you know live in luxury for a while yeah, until pretty you're ready much. to go yeah. back out yeah so they send their ambulance out to pick her up yes and they in the meantime before this happened in flashback flash between scenes we get the lead doctor and some of the admin staff talking about this new procedure they're doing, student skin graft. Yeah. Which, it doesn't explain it to me enough. I still don't. It's not that I don't understand it, because yeah. I understand exactly what they said. But And the there's theory no, behind it, but I don't yeah, understand coming why it with does this. The way that, whatever chemicals they use to treat these skin grafts is so, if you graft skin from the thigh, and then you use it on the face, it will start to grow like face skin and not thigh skin. Yeah, so there won't be a... a like, you can't tell it once it's grown there. It's just your skin. Your yeah. face skin's grown And they back. can use it internally also around organs and things, too, yeah. apparently. Yeah, the idea was that you could you could wrap it around a liver and it would essentially grow a new liver. Yeah. So it doesn't explain that enough for, for me. Oh, me either. Um, but Well, I gave you my theory that totally came out of the blue. I can't remember. Go ahead. What was it? That... <laughs> so... Maybe we should explain more. My theory was, because I, I, I needed something to make it make sense, so mm-hmm. I made this up. But she was in that field, and she had been exposed to whatever was all around her. Oh. Insects. Cre- and some type of insect there. got into her wound And something, or something. got into her wound. That and could, if the thing wrapped be. around the insect, maybe it grew. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, we got to go on first so they can understand what you're saying, what that yeah, means. Yeah, I know, something. I know. Because it, it doesn't make yeah. any sense yet, but you'll see. Yeah. So... They bring her in and they start operating on her. The doctor's like, you know, we have to do something because she's going to die. And the mm-hmm. other admin is like, well, we don't have, you know, we're not 
set up to do that. He says, well, we have to. I'm a doctor. I can do surgery, you know. Yeah. She's going to, she can't get to the next hospital. She's going to Yeah, die. basically, we try this or she dies. Yeah. There's, there's, she's not going to have a downside to this. So they use the dies. experimental st- skin graft procedure on her and yeah. they wrap it around some of her internal organs and fix her, uh, it's her chest and shoulders and is it her face I think too? her face too, yeah. Anyway, so they fix her all up and she's kind of in a coma. Yeah, for, for a, a month. month while she's recovering. Yeah. And Hart, in the meantime, is, you know, very distraught, but he's he's healed up, so he's going to go home, and the doctor's going to call him just as soon as she wakes up. Yeah. Which, from a dead sleep, she wakes up in the middle of the night screaming. <laughs> this other guy, other patient there who's getting, what's he, getting an eye tuck done or something? Something, yeah. Anyway, he's the closest one in the building that he, nobody else hears her, because she's in her own private room thing, and he's walking down the hall getting a drink of water or something. He goes in there and... She's just screaming her head yeah, off. She's, so yeah, she's goes pulled her IV out. And she's pulled the bandages off her chest. We get to see her topless. God bless her. <laughs> I and, mean, it's Marilyn Chambers. Yeah, it's Marilyn Chambers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he tells her, you've been in an accident. You're okay. Da, 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 you need to keep that. Though They're looking after you here. And she's like, oh, thank you. You know, I'm, I'm, Oh, just hold me. I'm so cold. And he's like, uh, I don't think this is okay. Yeah. So she, starts, she doesn't really give him much choice. Yeah. So she's like hugging him, holding him there. And all of a sudden... He goes, oh, oh, I think I cut myself. What? Oh, uh, uh. And she's just holding tight and kind of looking determined. Yeah. And you see a little blood coming out from under his arm, or kind of from his side or something. Yeah. And then he passes out, I right. think. Mm-hmm. Well, then it just kind of cuts away. Yeah. And you don't know what the hell just happened. Where did yeah. that come from? That's right. You know? And she Because you don't up, see anything. Right. She ends up like getting back in bed and and essentially either faking sleep or falling back asleep somehow. Yeah. Because when the nurse or whoever finds him... He doesn't remember what happened, and he's, like, the whole right side of his body is numb. Yeah. And the nurse speculates that he went in to rape Rose while she was in a coma. She says, I've seen stuff like this before, like Kill Bill. Yeah, uh uh-huh. But he doesn't remember any of that. He doesn't remember anything. And he has this wound. He has a wound they can't figure out. On his side that they don't know where it came from. Yeah. Yeah, and the nurse inspected Rose, and she was still asleep. Yeah. So they didn't have any idea what happened, and he didn't either. So through a series of shenanigans, mm-hmm. Rose ends up escaping, leaving the hospital, and but coming back. And she ends up infecting other people throughout. Now, the way she infects them, you see a little later so on. So weird. She's got, basically, a sphincter has developed under her arm. Under her left armpit. Yeah, just on her side a little bit. And a tentacle like with a spike like a scorpion tail almost comes yeah. out of it mm-hmm. and attacks people yeah and it drains the, you know get, takes blood or whatever and yeah because she doesn't eat food she's no. only eating whatever the tentacle thing absorbs yeah. and that gets so she needs blood. blood yeah from that so she gets so it's basically the paris that thing it, the skin graft grew the parasite. a parasite somehow which yeah. is weird we i can't figure it out can't hence the out. reason i tried to make something up and say yeah. something got in her because I mean, hey, what else in your body could possibly make that that's you know good i don't get it good working it out there i mean i'm sure that's not it but no. it works for me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's that's basically the plot of what happens and it goes on and she gets out of the hospital and goes back and gets out and stays out well she yeah she gets out and she goes the one time she gets out and goes to this farm and this old drunk man is there. Yeah, she's going to try. She's, she's trying gonna to try and she's trying to drink the cow, essentially. Yeah, take so blood from the cow. Right. Because that's what's in the barn. And yeah. while she's there, this old guy comes in and he's drunk and he's going to rape her. But she like stabs him and drinks him instead. Yeah. And 
you realize somehow, I can't remember exactly how they show it, but either on her features or something, that the cow wasn't doing it for her. It had to be a person. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she makes it back to the, the hospital. She eventually calls Hart. You gotta come quick. You gotta come quick and get me. Hart comes out to get her, but she's gone. Yeah. She makes her way into whatever city she was supposed to be going home to. Yeah, one of the doctors, though, before she left the last time, does examine her. And that's where we see the sphincter and this thing. And Yeah, because she's she's actually upset. She's, I'm a monster, I'm a monster. It hasn't taken over her brain. Yeah, right. Um, and it never takes over her brain completely. No, it's just, she just she's has hungry to do it and to it, live. Yeah, and it does, kind of, but it does kind of take over her sensibilities because she goes, she starts flirting with guys to get them. Yeah. So but she at that point she them. does. Yeah, but she's not like this is wrong. I can't do this. She's like on board with it. Then yeah. after it happens, she's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Right. You know. Right. Well, I mean, when she gets back to her hometown or whatever, where her her best friend, her best was, friend, yeah. You know, she the whole time she's staying with her friend, however long it is, day two, I don't yeah. know. She manages whenever she starts to feel the need because she gets in like serious pain if she yeah. doesn't eat. She tries to kind of starve it. Like she's having DTs. Right. So she has to leave to go find somebody because yeah. she didn't want to eat her friend. Yeah. Well, she locks herself in the bathrooms, writhes around on the floor. Mm-hmm. And she says something like, I don't want it to be you. And the friend doesn't hear that, I don't think. And then she's going out for a job interview or something. And then then Marilyn goes out, Rose, yeah. on the hunt yes. to find some dude, yeah. poor dude uh, drain. to drain. eat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then in the other end, you know, when she gets back to the, I forget what happened. She's trying to, to, oh, I think there was a shooting when they're shooting at the mall. There was a shooting at the mall when the cop killed Santa. (laughs) That's what I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's. By now, there's a a mass virus going on. Yeah, she has Everybody spread is, yes. to people, and they have spread to other. But people. so the other the weird thing about it is, it's not spreading the parasite. It just causes this virus. They're calling it like rabies. It's like a yeah. weird form of rabies. Yeah, yeah. Hence and, the title, yes, rabid. Exactly. And so the entire country or area or whatever knows that there's this crazy virus or, or yeah. rabies and these, and thing this, going these around. people do go kind of mindless and they rab- do. rabbit like and rabbit they animals. foam at the mouth yeah. so yeah so everybody's aware of what's happening now and they're they're required to get this vaccine i don't know if it's a supposed to i guess it's supposed to be a vaccine against For, rabies. A, a rabies vaccine yeah. yeah and if you've gotten it they, then they, they issue stick a card you in the stomach like a rabies yeah exactly if they if you get it then they give you a card and you have to go through checkpoints before you can go to places and so i mean it's kind of it's getting pretty militant and crazy yeah. But so she's she's thwarted yeah. in getting her meal. So she ends up going home. And when she's there, her friend comes back and she keeps saying, I've, I, I need to go out. And her friend's like, yeah. no, you don't, don't feel want it good. To be you you kind of stay thing. here. And I can't remember how she words it. But however her friend words it, she makes it sound like, of course, it's me. It, it, you know, yeah. I'll help you with whatever you need, yeah. you know. And then, of course, that's Too late. Rose's way to, I guess, let yeah. it be done. So she ends up eating her friend. So that's basically... I say eating her friend. Yeah. You know what I mean. The parasite thing. Yeah. There's one other... Uh, yeah, not in the way she does in other films. Um, <laughs> I thank you. But uh, <laughs> I forget how she dies at the very end. Spoilers. Well, so she... Her boyfriend, uh, Hart, yeah. catches up to her eventually. That's right. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. He, you know, he tells her to to basically what's happening. You know, you stick around and... And he realizes somehow, I can't remember exactly uh-huh. how, but he realizes that she is patient zero. She's the carrier yes. Yes, yes, of yes. this rabies thing. And she doesn't believe that. She's like, no, it's not me. It's not me. So she goes off and finds this guy and 
locks herself in his apartment oh, with yeah. him. She infects him. She stabs, you know, stabs him with the drinks thing. just to prove that yeah, she's she not said, passing on a Right, right. She yeah, calls rabies. Hart and she says, I'm, I've locked myself in here. And if he wakes up, when he wakes up, he'll be fine. Yeah, I killed and that'll him. prove that yeah, it's I drained not him me. and killed him. So mm-hmm. if he wakes up, yeah, you know. And of course, while she's on the phone with him, Hart's like, no, get out. He's going to kill you. And get out, get he out. Does. And the guy comes over and kills her. Yeah. And doesn't he toss her over the balcony or something? So can't remember that. Anyway, part. the last scene we see is her like laying on the ground in the trash. Yeah, and the, and a dog the hazmat like, su- yeah the mm-hmm. hazmat suit guys are driving through town like bring out your dead basically. Yeah, and they pick her body up and throw it in the trash truck and keep going and, and then smash it no less. Yeah, and that's the end of the. You don't see it smash, but you see the yeah. thing go down. That's the end of the story. That's there. the end of it. It was all right. I enjoyed it. It wasn't as creepy and suspenseful as, as shivers. shivers yeah but it was okay true. for what it was again you know there's i'm not yeah the disease movies especially the more modern ones i can't stand but this marilyn chambers was has the charisma oh yeah she and did she a really wasn't good bad job. she didn't have many lines yeah i mean she wasn't like a great actress no. but i mean she did good. some of her lines were a little stiff some of them weren't but the stuff where she didn't have to talk her expressions mm-hmm. and stuff when she was working acting without mm-hmm. speaking yeah i was impressed because she didn't see i didn't feel like i was watching a porn star trying to make <laughs> right a mainstream movie you know yeah now a couple interesting facts about this the tune that's playing on the radio in hart's workshop mm-hmm. is marilyn chambers oh is it that's her disco single she put out oh well i, didn't I even cannot catch that. remember the name of the song right now but uh yeah they all you know a lot of them tried to they all can't be andrew true though <laughs> And Sissy Spacek was up for the role or considered for the role of Rose really? at first. But I don't know if it was Reitman or Cronenberg. Somebody, anyway, didn't think that she, some producers didn't think she had enough sex appeal. Oh. And they figured, they were thinking, well, a, a porn star would definitely have name and sex appeal. Hmm. to Especially in, to push it in foreign markets, you know. Yeah, yeah. But there was that one scene where Marilyn's walking out of that theater yeah. And she walks by, and one of the movie posters on the wall is Carrie. Yeah. So I that did was kind of neat. That was cool. Both these we watched on Tubi, I think. I believe so, yeah. On the Roku. And they were they were good quality. It's good quality. Yeah. yeah. Can't art can't complain. I've yeah. seen much worse. Oh, heck yeah. It wasn't Blu-ray quality, but it was good. No, but it was, it was good. good. I mean everything was clear. I could wasn't see and dark. hear everything. No. Yeah. Sound was good. The mm-hmm. you know, visuals were good. Yeah. Um, Tubi's free, of course. Yeah. I would I would watch it again because I like Marilyn Chambers and it wasn't bad. It's not one I would seek out to watch again, you know, yeah. so much. Shivers the same way. I'd have watched that twice in his a couple of days now. <laughs> and it was okay. It was just as decent the second time. Yeah. It did seem to move a little faster the second time. Oh, did it? The timeline. Maybe because you kinda had a clue. I think so. The timeline of the way things were happening did seem to like move a lot quicker, a quicker pace. Right. Then, where the first one, it felt like this was happening over a couple of days. Mm-hmm. This one felt like it was happening over a day. Yeah. You know. Gotcha. And it may have been a day. I'm not sure. But yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I didn't bother to look, see if they're available on DVD or Blu-ray right now. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I'm sure that if anybody wants to see it, they'll watch it on Tubi because yeah, it's streaming. Yeah, it's easy to get. I, the hell, they may be on YouTube also. Oh, uh, might be. But if you're a Cronenberg fan and you haven't seen his early, early stuff, I highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth a watch, Cronenberg fan or not. Yeah. You know, it, they were both interesting films. And, and while it did 
appear to be a remake, kind of. Yeah. Or, I mean, very similar. Yeah. Just, Obviously, it's different scenes and different people yeah, and everything. Change the but setting and change the, same the mythology a little bit. Methodology yeah. a little bit of the way the thing works. But basically, it's the same yeah, story. Yeah, same basic story. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah. And be just as annoyed with the stupid people as I am. <laughs> Yeah, the biggest thing, a problem I had was like we keep saying about how the skin grafts morphed into a parasite. I, I can't figure that out. I'm telling you, my, my if, answer is the only If you answer. watch this, anybody <laughs> listening, if you watch this movie, Rabbit, and you catch something we missed about that, please throw it out on the Facebook page and uh, so we can read it. Yeah, I would really like to know. I mean, we actually went back and watched the beginning of the movie again, like right after we finished it, because yeah. neither one of us could figure out how the skin graft grew into this parasite thing. And as far as we could tell, when the admins are in nothing. the hospital talking, nothing comes about yeah. that leads I mean, you and, to believe it, something like that could happen. Yeah, yeah, because they talk about something kind of like that yeah. the, with the admins. And then they talk. he talks about it again. Um, as he's getting ready to do surgery on Rose, yeah. what they're going to do. So in shivers, they tell you exactly. Yeah, it's obvious that that's going to that. This is what can happen, and here's how it mutates even more so. Yeah, yeah. And why it has to be stopped, you know, and that. But it, it's not spoon feeding it to you, but it no. gives you enough information that you're like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's, I get what's happening. That's a funny thing because you know, I I don't know. I feel oddly about different things when it comes to how much I want them to tell me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't want to be spoon fed everything no. because I'm not an idiot, uh, but uh, I yeah. also don't want it to be so vague that I have no idea how this could possibly happen. Yeah. Yeah. I need so some, I figure, some, some yeah. plausibility of, right. of cause and effect here. I mean, yeah. I can make shit up all day, but that doesn't mean that's yeah. what they intended. I'd mm -hmm. like to really know what happened. I mean, just, just some basic idea how it could possibly happen. Cause they don't give you any clue. Yeah. Unless we missed it. And if we did, please share. Yeah. So, anyway, that's about all I got, I think, on both of those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, check them out. Do that. And then come tell us what you thought about it. Yeah. Please do. We always love to hear from people. Absolutely. You know, again, you know, drop us a line on the Facebook page or the Phantasmo After Dark email, which is phantasmoad at gmail.com. That's phantasmoad, all one word, at gmail.com or the Facebook page. And, you know, whether you want us to shut up or <laughs> you like what we're doing or you got to comment on what we did that'd be great to hear from you yes and we will continue to strive to be better and get things and try on to schedule. get yeah, more podcast out on time if this you one, think you're frustrated you can't imagine how frustrated we are oh god yeah, i see, am the last two weeks every time we said okay we're gonna try to we're gonna record tonight something come up yes or something came up rather and or we, you know, just real life getting in the way, being an adult. So yeah, it's very frustrating. Hopefully, we can get these I back have, on track. I have a, a couple of pet peeves, not too many. One of them is time, and I I Phyllis does not like to be late. To be late, I no. hate it. So it's killing me that we aren't on schedule because I cannot freaking stand it. Yes, so we will we will strive to be better. Yes. So with that being said, we have one thing left to do. We do. We have to prove that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. It does, and how are we yes. going to prove it tonight? Well, you know, many years ago, just to preface real quick for somebody who's first time listening, many years ago, Clayton and I discovered that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. You could connect anything back to the original Planet of the Apes series, many years before the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game came about, we we were playing this. So 
Here's what we're going to do. Phyllis is going to give me somebody from one of these two movies we talked about, and I'm going to attempt to connect them back to Planet of the Apes. I think you can do it. You have not failed yet. All right, well, I mean, I think I don't have any choice but to give you Marilyn Chambers. God bless you. <laughs> I knew there's a reason I loved you. <laughs> okay, Marilyn Chambers. Okay, here we go. Marilyn Chambers to Angel of Heat. That's another mainstream movie she did where she played a super spy. Okay. Mary Warrenov was in that. Ah. Mary Warrenov. You've already collected her at some point, but continue. Yeah, but I can't remember how. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Warrenov to David Carradine in Death Race 2000. Ah, okay. David Carradine to Circle of Iron with mm -hmm. Roddy McDowell, Planet of the Apes. Well, there you have it. Once again, you have proven that the world does indeed revolve around Planet of the Apes. That it does. So go watch all the Planet of the Apes movies. Or the TV series, the cartoon, and uh, watch Shivers and Rabbit. Yes. Okay, that about wraps it up for this one. All right, well, till next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night. If this picture doesn't make you scream and squirm, you'd better see a psychiatrist. Quick. Quick.